<laughs> Ranch tippy bread. Fucking powdered toast, man. Yeah. yeah. Ashley bought that for me fucking God knows where. That's fucking great, though. Like, it was real funny because I was, I was looking... <laughs> I was looking at old Randy Stimpy videos from like back of the 90s and late shit like that, dude. And I'm just watching. I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> when, I was, when I was watching these things as a kid, man. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, it was really like snot and boogers and like just like really. If you look at the artwork behind it, man, it looks really fucking good. It like, does. When they do like, you know, it'll be just animated and all the time, like they'll like zoom up on like. You know, Stimpy sick or something like that, and they'll zoom up on his face, and it's just like this painting of him. Like, and it's, just, <laughs> it's just gross and wonderful. You know, it's just it's the same thing. I look back and like like Beavis and Butthead and and all those wonderful '90s cartoons that absolutely warped our entire generation into these fucking just sick degenerate people we be, we become man and it's 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 good though it's it's history it's it's who it's what makes us who we are yeah well it's like my buddy nick mundy said you know like back in the day our parents were totally cool taking us to robocop yeah in the movie theater and it's like oh we're gonna go and see this this fucking, you know, this this cyborg cop and stuff like that. The kids are gonna love it. Kill everything. Yeah, dude. And the whole movie is blood squibs. Like it should have been called Blood Squib the movie. <laughs> like for real. Uh, I'd buy that. <laughs> hey, we're rolling. I'm Tony Tubes. This is my buddy Will Robinson. And yeah, we're just we're just talking. Uh, Will was actually the very first episode of Silver Screen Showdown. Not the one that we aired, because the first episode that we aired was with Adam St. Paul and yeah. Kurt Campbell and such. But uh, Will Will was at the first taping. You were a part of, like, that was my Iconic. crash course uh, in Silver Screen Showdown. One of these days, it's going to be on, you know, big screen, iconic. It's going to have us three, and then you, like, holding us up, like, what's up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, let's go back to the, let's go back to the pilot, man. <laughs> No, that was that was a lot of fun, man. Um, of course, I don't know absolutely shit about movies, but I figured, hey, I'd you know just uh, take a stab at it. Yeah, you don't have to know anything about movies. Just come and have fun. And hey, sometimes like people that come in there and they're just like, dude, I'm gonna suck so bad, and like some of them fucking whoop some ass, man. You know, I came in. I think I came in dead last, though, if I remember right. Because uh, what was what was her name, Sarah? She absolutely fucking wiped the floor with me, and then well, Brandon was at, yeah. was at the table too, and he's yeah, he's he's got he's got the know how and the knowledge, dude. I I could not believe just <laughs> the the endless knowledge he has on fucking movies. It was astonishing. Yeah, I was blown away, blown away. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Like he's got he's been working on a movie for like since that day yeah i've been working on a movie called like tales of american hood rat and i've been waiting for it waiting for it and i keep seeing like updates about it but you know he's he's he's, he's taking his fucking scorsese time it, Shit. <laughs> well he just he wants to make sure it's perfect man. absolutely you know it, there's nothing wrong with being a perfectionist absolutely especially when it's just something that's a labor of love you really want to make sure it's done right yeah like you are with uh the podcast and you are with sss man you, you make sure everything's perfect <laughs> i don't think i'm i don't think i'm that diligent 
Well, diligent than more, more so than I've seen others. Yeah. You well, know. the thing is, is like with season one versus season two, I honestly had a lot more fun on season one just because it was me flipping cards mm. and I just had some papers in front of me. With season two, I was doing all the computer work for the PowerPoint and everything, and it wasn't like I don't I don't mean to toot my own horn here or anything, but like <laughs> it wasn't I didn't feel like I was like I came off as charming and as funny as the first one because the first one all I had to do was flip cards and read something off a of paper. The second one I'm constantly moving about on the computer and I I didn't have enough time to interact yeah. with the contestants as much and it was just it wasn't it, it was fun. Season two was fun, but it wasn't as fun as season one. And that I, I, church was awesome, dude. It really was like <laughs> I, I walk in there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm afraid to cuss. I'm just like, I don't want to be me right, right. now. You know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want him to come down and just strike me in the top of the forehead. You know, so I, you know, I, I really tried not to be who I normally am inside that place. I actually sang like a, <clears throat> I sang a verse from a uh, uh, strange wilderness. You ever see that movie with Steve Zahn and shit? Yes, yes. And they, like, they're showing like clips of of their like their bad bloopers and stuff like that, and they're at like this rally, and a guy's like on fire and shit, and you just hear this music in the background going, "Jesus doesn't <laughs> live here anymore." And I sang that in that church, and all of a sudden I was going, <laughs> just looking for the roof to open it up to swallow you whole. You know, <laughs> speaking of church. Like, just speaking of all this stuff, I I want to ask this. And, I mean, if you have an opinion, you have an opinion. If not, whatever. And even if your opinion differs from mine, that's fine. But, like, what do you think of this whole, by the end of the year, they have to have, um, in God we trust, prominent in every single school in America? Uh, well, my, my opinion is prayer and stuff should be brought back to school, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Um I remember when I was in like middle school and junior high stuff growing up, we had, you know, you say the Pledge of Allegiance in the morning, then you say a prayer after that, and throughout the day, any time that you would want to be excused from like class to go say a prayer, you could. That that was the school that I grew up in. And, you know, I left that school and I graduated high school and I, I went on to college and I'm just like, where's all the fucking prayer at, man? Nobody prays anymore. Nobody stops and actually takes the time to thank somebody else. Everybody's in such a big fucking hurry. And it's really kind of sad. I think I think prayer in school teaches kids that they're not so much there's a higher power, but gives them something to hope and believe in. Gives them a course of direction, I, I guess, if you should think that way. I don't know. I kind of disagree, but still agree with you. Like, when I was in high school, I remember there was this uh, kind of like a hoopla over. Um, we were using this room uh, in the basement that was, they were using it for, my buddy was trying to like get like a school talk show going or something. You know, he was trying to be, trying to be creative and I was trying yeah. to help him out. Uh, but then there was this whole hoopla between him and uh, the Muslim population of our school, because we actually had a pretty good Muslim population in our school. And they um, they petitioned to use the room for prayer and such. And they ended up getting it, and I was actually happy with that. I mean, it sucked that we had to leave the space we were in, but, like, 
I think I think that it would be a fine idea to have some sort of a prayer place in school yeah. for people to go to any religion. I agree. You know, I like I've always kind of wanted to open up like a church of faith. And not not God, not not Buddha, not anything else, but Indian just domination. whatever the fuck you believe in, as long as you, you know, want to believe in something and you do believe in something, come into the church and we're not gonna sing hymns. We're not going to do any of that. I'll just sit up there and talk about real people doing real awesome shit for other people. And that I, that would be actually really, that's something that I would go to. Like, hardcore. The, the big reason I I don't go to church and I don't do those types of things anymore is my, my faith has been so shaking and so rocked. It's unimaginable, you know. Yeah. Uh, my biggest pet peeve is... Uh, 90% of the churches that I'm from in the South are full of nothing but hypocrites. In what way? They want you to dress a certain way, be oh. a certain way, act a certain way when you come through the doors. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be a certain way because you said it. I'm not going to act a certain way because you said it. I'm going right. to be me. If if I can pray and do my worship in my living rooms and my boxers eating Cheetos and I'm going to, you know, you know, and, and that's just that's just what it is, though. It really is. You know, it, it doesn't say anywhere in the Bible that, you know, anywhere that more than one person congregates is considered a church. Well, I can do that at home. Right. I don't need to go anywhere else. See. For, when it goes back to the school thing, I just don't think that it needs to be like, you know, prominent in God we trust outside because, I mean, there, our our nation is becoming such a, so much more of a melting pot. Mm. And it's, you know, that is a certain thing. That's a certain people's certain thing. Not everybody, you know, is raised with God. I you know, agree. some, some kids are, are raised to not believe in God. I agree. My, my kids... Did this do the same shit to me that I did to my parents, and that was my friends all go to church. Why don't I go to church? And then my parents would always say, "If you want to go to church, go to church." But we don't go to church because they were raised strict, slap the shit out of you with the ruler, Catholic. Yeah, you know, and so they they didn't want that for us at all, and so I never really got into church. And then when I actually started going to church, because the only time I ever went to church was I go stay over at Will's house. I wouldn't. Uh, we didn't know each other. But I'd go stay over to a friend's house, <laughs> and his parents would be like, only if you go to church with us in the morning. And it's like, fuck, okay. <laughs> and you want to know what I learned? Every single church I ever I ever went to, I learned one thing at every single one, and that was how many ceiling tiles were in that particular church. <laughs> that was great. That was great. I just don't. I don't know, man. <clears throat> you know, I'm a believer. I have faith. I'm a believer and 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 many different things you know i don't know if there's a he or she up there guiding hand i i don't know i've never seen it and chances are i'm never going to see it and and that's okay you know a person can have any kind of belief they want to have as long as they're good people i believe in putting out good vibes you know and being an overall nice person to anybody and everybody i meet you know I don't really look for the bad people. I look for the good. Right. Good is the most easiest thing to find if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And you are like one of the nicest guys I ever fucking met. I appreciate like for it. Real. Man. First time I saw you, I'm like, don't fuck with this guy. 
you know and uh, that smile came across your face and you were fucking around with somebody <laughs> got someone in a fucking headlock <laughs> i'm just i'm just a big teddy bear man you know i really i really am I'm, I, I try you know my, my grandpa raised us and i raised us but he had a helping hand in raising us to be nice decent gentlemen and I really try to be that in every aspect of my life. So, have you ever had any sort of a spiritual, some something spiritual happen to you? Like, did you ever ever seen a ghost or ever, you know, like, I don't know, man. You know, somebody, some people just have a story, you know. Uh, I actually, I do, I do have a story. Okay. Um, it happened when I was, uh, I think I was like 16. Shit, maybe I was younger than that. Anyways, I was in uh, I was working for Sonic out in. Uh, I fucking love Sonic. I love Sonic. I too. Fucking love Sonic. I, I grew dude. up. I grew up eating Sonic. You know. <laughs> I fucking love that. Sonic is great. <laughs> well, I, I was. I was. It was probably my second job. My second real job I ever had. And I was working and I was going to school, high school. I was working in uh, Dayton, Texas, which is the area that I'm from. I'm from from around that area, right? And uh, I don't know. It was probably I don't know midnight, one o'clock in the morning, when I'm closing everything down. Sonic is closed. I'm cleaning everything away. And the girlfriend that I had at the time, well, she's passed away now. God rest her soul. Her dad came and picked me up because I was going to stay the weekend with him. And we get we get leaving and we're going out and we're going back to his house, you know, and we come over or come coming up to this big ass overpass heading out towards Cleveland and fucking Dayton, Texas and Cleveland, this, Texas, Cleveland, Texas. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this motorcycle just he's hauling ass behind us, man. You can fucking hear him. He's 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 hauling, he's booking it. Right. And it. You know, I was with her dad, and there's like two cars behind us. He just gets around all of us and goes up fucking overpass. And the next thing I know, man, he's fucking lights just flashing everywhere. He he lost control, and he he was smashing into the guardrails and smashing. It, it, it killed him. It killed him yeah. up there on the top of the overpass. Well, we stopped and we ran up the overpass. It's back when I could run. You know, it was a lot smaller. <laughs> We ran up, fucking, <laughs> ran up the overpass, and um, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm watching this guy. You know, his head crushed in, his bones sticking out of his arms, and his, you know, and he's breathing, but you can, his eyes were just like gone. You know, he was, he was breathing though. You know, I could see his breath. It was kind of involuntary. It was, yeah, some functions were still moving around. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm just, what can you do? Right. You know, he, my, my girlfriend's dad's on the fucking phone calling the ambulance and stuff, and the cops. And I'm sitting there watching this guy, and I'm, I'm young, and I'm just like, this is, this is craziest, crazy thing I ever seen in my life. And I watched him take his last breath, and his chest just sunk in. And now this is probably, I don't know, probably August, maybe September in Texas, which is still about, I don't know, 65, hot 75 degrees with, a, with like 80% <laughs> humidity. It's still hot. And it just, on top of the overpass, man, it just got really super cold, like just so eerie feeling. Everything got super quiet. And 
that's the, like the, the the weirdest feeling I ever had in my life. Like something, like I felt like something was there, but I couldn't see anything. And then about ten minutes after it got super cold, it got hot again, and it was over. Hmm. I never felt it again, and it's it's fucking crazy. That's fucked up, man. <clears throat> I still have fucking nightmares about that shit, man. Yeah, how could you not? You know, how could you not think about that? It was, it's, it was, it was, it was pretty fucking intense. Yeah, I have a couple. I they're kind of one of them is really short. Like, I don't know what I believe in. Yeah, you know, I honestly, in my eyes, we're all dumbasses. <laughs> Nobody knows what the fuck's going on up there. If right. there's an up there, what's going to happen after this? Nobody knows. Some people say that they know they they died and they've brought, been brought back and that you know Nikki Six oh I'm over I'm hovering over my fucking body and shit, um, totally could be I don't yeah. know, um, but <laughs> just in my eyes, religion okay, so all, how many how many fucking people just died in the last couple days in church bombings? Quite a few, you know. It's church. It's supposed to be there. It's supposed to feel safe. Yeah. You know, and I think it was like the Big Bang Theory where like Sheldon said something like, you know, I, I'm baffled at the thought that God takes attendance, you know, at church and shit, you know, like that, you know, I don't know. All I know is that if there is a God and someday I'm standing at the pearly gates and I have to, you know, answer for some shit, I'm gonna be like, I got some questions for your ass. <laughs> right. You like know, that. like I got some questions here, but. <laughs> You can send me down to hell right afterwards, but I got some. I you got need some, to answer these questions yeah, first on the record, right? But um, so I don't know what I believe, but there's that whole. I mean, I know it's geeky, but there's the whole crow thing, you know, okay, yeah. where the crow comes and ushers your soul to the land of the dead. I don't know. All I know is that fucking movie. You know, that's where I heard it, but I'm sure that it's based on something. Um, but when my grandfather died out in rapid back in, oh, I think in 2009, I was standing out in the parking lot of the, he was, he was on life support and they took him off and he kept breathing and he yeah. was breathing for hours, a couple hours. And I was like, I'm gonna go out and have a cigarette. Well, while I was down there, hmm. he dies while I was down there. I didn't know that he died. And I'm standing down there at the car with my cousin and shit, and I look up and I see a single crow flying towards where his room would be. And it was kind of like on the other side of the building, but I saw a single crow flying that way, and I was, oh, whatever. It's a crow, whatever. And I go back up there, like, he passed. And I'm like, that's fucked. You know, wow. that's that's kind of, that was kind of fucked. But the, the really big one that kind of makes me wonder is years ago, probably like, 2012 2013 my mom bought my kids like this little kids laptop you know it was like fisher price yeah had three games on it you know help the mouse find the cheese <laughs> fucking that kind of shit so she gives that to them and excuse me about a year later they leave it outside in the rain it's fried. Yeah. And and it stays outside. It becomes an outside toy now. It stays outside for about two years. We're talking 
rain, snow, everything. Yeah. Stays outside for like two years. All of a sudden, one night after my mom died, I was taking my garbage out. And I was walking around the back of the house, and it was really fucking snowy. Like, I was trudging through snow and shit. And um, I come around the corner to the backyard, and all of a sudden, that fucking thing is sitting on the picnic table, and it's got a fucking foot of snow on it, right? And it's open. All of a sudden, it just lights up. Help the mouse find the cheese. Oh, shit, bro. And it, like, it, first of all, it scared the fuck out of me. But, dude, this thing has been outside for like three fucking years. Yeah, it should there's, be gone. This thing, there's no life in this thing. All of a sudden, it just popped on. Help the mouse find the cheese. And then it just like fucking shut off. Wow. And it was just really fucking weird. That's kind of ominous, man. Very. That's kind of why I don't, I don't know. Something. Who, who there's knows, something, man. man. According to my grandmother, my mom's in purgatory, though. So, like, she was so nonchalant about it. She was like, well, you know, Tone, you know, your mom's in purgatory. So, you know, I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Why would you say that? Well, my mom kind of drank herself to death. So, technically, you could call it possible suicide. Like, you know, you you did it to yourself. Yeah. But who knows? It was just so, she was just so fucking... Oh, she's in purgatory, so it's all good. You know, I'm like, damn, man. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. When when my mom died, my grandma looks at me. I'm sitting outside smoking a cigarette, and she looks at me, and she's like, well, Tony, why why didn't it, why didn't, you know, why didn't you stop her? Why didn't we stop her? And I'm like, grandma, what am I supposed to do? Hey, you're doing something that could potentially kill you, mom. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, wh- who am I to say shit? You know, fuck. But yeah, I quit. I quit drinking. Because, oh, yeah? yeah, I haven't. I haven't really drank a drop in probably. I don't know, three years, four Damn. years. I mean, was it a problem? It was never a problem for me. It was a. It was a problem for my family. Mm. You know, I watched. You know, a, a lot of the alcohol drinkers and users are probably going to hate me because I, I really strongly believe that alcohol is a a gateway to really bad negative stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I sat back and I watched it just tear apart my family for years, years and years and years to the point where I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to drink too and just add to it. No, no. After, uh, after my brother died, he was trying to... Uh, he had just quit drinking. Literally, he had just quit drinking. He'd probably been sober for, I don't know, a few months. And then all of a sudden, he just he just drops dead. In a hotel room up in fucking Fargo. Shit. Yeah. You know, he, he drank like a fish out of water for... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, for what's I don't mean to laugh. No, no, it's 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 cave, man. It's, he drank he drank like a fish out of water for probably the the better part of his adult life. Yeah. You know, my my dad did the same thing. You know, he he drank and drank and drank, and every now and then he'll still tie one on, but nothing like he used to. You know, I'm some I could be prouder of my parents, man. My mom, especially my father. He has changed to be such a loving, caring person now. I, but it took the death to change it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that that's the only kick in the ass some people need, man. This is really sucks. You know, it's, it's it sucks now. It sucked then. It's probably going to suck forever. But I look at alcohol as a, as a bad thing. 
It's one of those things I really they should bring back prohibition. I really strongly believe that. I mean, that's tough. Just because I mean I, I don't like alcohol. I'm 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 kind of a, a an anti-alcohol person too, just because of yeah what it did to my mom and stuff. But you know I I can't really I can't really come down on anybody for doing oh, anything. No, I don't. Well, that's what I mean though. It's like I just I, I honestly I believe that every drug should be illegal. I I don't think that anybody should be able to regulate what I put in my fucking body or what you put in your fucking I body. I agree. I agree with that. You know there I are people out there like my dad and like me who can have one or two beers and that's it. That's all we need. Then there's people like my mom who it was two magnums of fucking wine a day or bust. Wow, that's a lot. Dude, The okay, <laughs> we used to play, everybody always, you know, whenever I go out drinking and stuff, like, let's play some drinking games and shit. And they're like, you don't know this one? You don't know? I'm like, no, dude, the only drinking game that I was ever taught was go glass for glass with mom on some vino and see if you could actually keep up. <laughs> see how long you got. Like, see if you could break your own record. You're not going to win, <laughs> but you got to see if you can yeah. break your own record, you know? Dude, my, my brother was the same way, bro. Like he he could probably tap a keg by himself. Mm. Yeah, he, he was he was that 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 into it. But like the other night when Tim <coughs> Tim was over here on the last show, he brought fucking what four or five beers, maybe four, I think. I drank two of those things, and I was like, I don't think I should be driving. <laughs> <laughs> I am so not used to fucking alcohol whatsoever. But I. I've had some good fucking times on alcohol. I really have, but I, I don't. I don't like the effects it gives me, man. You know, especially the next day. If you had too much, like the next day, is absolutely hell. Oh, yeah, dude, shitting through a screen door, <laughs> fucking just splitting fucking headache. Oh god. I mean, the last time I really, really tied one on, it was probably at my buddy's wedding, and I, I drank probably a fifth and a half of Jack Daniels myself. Jesus. I crawled. <laughs> I, I crawled out of the 4-H building. I crawled <laughs> from the from the back side where the back door is, you know, the big open area. Yeah. That's where they had, like, the uh, the Dollar Bride dance. That's the last thing I remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the Dollar Bride dance, and I set, I set my phone. This is how drunk I was. I set my phone down and then proceeded to throw my phone away. And it was a brand new Galaxy S5. <laughs> like I had just got it, and I chunked it in the fucking trash. That's how fucking that's how shitty faced I was. Jesus. I, I remember bits and pieces. I, I took like three steps after I let go of her because she was, she she was a friend. I let go of her. I took three steps. And I just hands and knees. I just. I gotta go. I gotta I leave. Go, man. <laughs> Take me home. <laughs> I don't want to be here no more. <laughs> and it, it was, it was, it was a fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. But the next day was absolutely fucking terrible. Was I finally sobered up and realized I threw my brand new fucking phone away. I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill myself. You know. <laughs> I lost all my contacts. I lost everything. I lost everything. That's, yeah. I, I pinged it. It had enough battery life. I pinged it the next day, and it was in the fucking landfill. Oh, shit. Yeah, they had emptied the trash that morning. Just my luck. My 21st birthday, 
I worked at the zoo bar in Aberdeen. You ever been to the zoo bar in Aberdeen? I have not been there, but I've heard things enough that I don't want to go there. Oh no, it's 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 a good time. I mean, honestly, like I go to the zoo every like once a year, maybe, and I'll do like one lap on a Friday or Saturday <laughs> night. I'll do one lap around the bar and I'll fucking leave. Because <laughs> I don't know anybody there anymore. Nobody that I worked with still works there. But um, when I did work there. Uh, my my twenty first birthday landed on a a Sunday. Yeah. So I had to go there Saturday night at midnight to drink. So I already got trashed to the fucking nines with uh, <laughs> Ronnie Little Bear and my girlfriend at the time, and we were drinking fucking black velvet, I think, something like that. Oh, gross! But I walk into the zoo, and you know my buddies are all working, but I wasn't working that night. I walk in and Big John's at the fucking front till and he slides me a Bud Light and a shot of wild turkey because that's what I drink. I drink Bud Light and wild turkey. Then he's like, hey, go back to the shop bar. BJ's got something for you at the shop bar. So I go back to the shop bar and BJ's like, tubes. And he, sh- and he, he rolls me a shot of turkey again. <laughs> Take that fucker down. That it, before I even have it down, he slides another fucking shot out there. Turkey, yes. Gulp, no. It's 151. Fuck. And now all of a sudden I'm running to the bathroom. I get in the bathroom. The hottest chick that worked in the bar was in there cleaning the bathroom. So I had to puke right next to her. <laughs> Uh, after that, the only thing I remember is I woke up on my stove <laughs> the next morning. <laughs> and it was like a pilot light stove, too, so that's kind of fucking dangerous. Oh, you know? yeah. My head was in my sink. Uh, <laughs> I was on my stove. But I think I got to say this one. Okay, so the, the drunkest I think I've ever been was the night of my grandpa's Zer's funeral. Because there's a bar in Aberdeen called Schwanny's. Yeah. Schwann's Recreation yeah. down on like First Avenue or something uh, right on the other side of the tracks and um, my grandparents lived kitty corner from that and they all my parents all my dad's life my grandpa would come over to the Schwannies he called it the joint I'm going to the joint <laughs> and my grandpa was kind of an alcoholic um, so when he died my cousin Pete and my cousin Brad my Brad, Brad was in from Alexandria Minnesota and Pete was in from New York City and they're like, we're going to the joint, and we're going to fucking drink for Grandpa. And they're drinkers. I'm not. Mm. So we go there, and they fucking buy, like, a whole bottle of fucking, I think it was Lord Calvert. And they buy the whole fucking bottle, and we sit, proceed to get shit-faced at this bar. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was, like, a bottle and a half of Lord Calvert. And this is coming to somebody who doesn't drink. Yeah. All of a sudden, my Uncle Davey, <coughs> my fucking cousin Brad's dad comes in and he's old you know he's older he's like in his 60s 70s or something he comes in and he chews our fucking asses you guys know you gotta be pole bears in the morning what the hell are you think you're doing and i'm just sitting like fuck you uncle davy i'm just trash i would never say this to this guy in real life but fuck you uncle davy i don't give shit and so we just we sat there we finished off like a bottle and a half two bottles of fucking calvert and so <laughs> Ashley had to take care of me that night. And I guess I threw it by a tree. I don't know. I don't remember that. But <laughs> the next morning, I remember, God, we all just looked like shit. And we were standing with each other, and we see Grandma coming towards us. Oh. We're like, fuck. Fuck. Oh. And she comes up to us, and she's like, so, I want to talk to you boys. We're like, Okay. 
And she's like, I heard you guys went over to the joint last night and you guys got drunk. We're like, yeah, Grandma, we're sorry. She's like, no, that's good. That's what he would have done. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Grandma's <laughs> approval. Yeah, and so like the whole rest of the funeral, like people were giving us the stink eye because we're all just fucking hung over his shit. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Grandma said it was Grandma okay. Grandma said it was fine. <laughs> God, that was the <clears throat> drunkest I ever done, no. Oh, man. Let's stop talking about alcohol. <laughs> Sitting here talking about, oh, we don't really care about care for alcohol, and then we're talking about all these booze stories and shit. I mean, I don't, I don't care for it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anymore. Like, dude, I would love, like, honestly, it's kind of like a, a it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, Maybe I should get. Maybe I should get drunk tonight. Maybe you know, like like I feel like a high school girl. Like, oh, I think I might drink some alcohol tonight. Ooh, I'll get one down. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm right. I don't really want this to war. <laughs> so switching topics here a little bit. All right. Actually, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna switch topics. We're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna throw you to a video of. Uh, um, it's. Uh, an ad for the new podcast out of the Sioux Empire podcast called um, Edge Case. And it's like a Twilight zone podcast that they have uh, coming up in September. And check out the Sioux Empire podcast on YouTube and podcasting stations all over the place. Uh, Robert Mailing does a really, really good job with uh, with the Sioux Empire podcast. And I really, really enjoy all the weird stuff you guys got on there. So check this out. We'll be right back. This episode of the Dakota Podcasting Experience is brought to you by our friends at the Sioux Empire Podcast down in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Check them out on YouTube as well as the SiouxEmpire.com. They're also on Facebook. And also check out their uh, new podcast coming out in September called the Edge Case Podcast. I'm really looking forward to it. So enjoy this short clip and then we'll get to the show. At the fringes of perception, beyond the boundaries of your mind, just past the glow of the firelight, Out of the corner of your eyes, you will find an edge case. Edge Case Podcast, coming September 10th. Learn more at edgecasepod.com. Welcome back to the Dakota Podcasting Experience. I'm Tony Tubes. I'm here with Will Robinson. What's up? Danger Will Robinson. <laughs> I knew you'd go there. I had to. I Who knew you'd fuck? go there. Dude, I'm sorry. Your parents are probably awesome fucking people. But I mean, Twilight Zone was, or not Twilight Zone, Lost in Space was fucking like 1960s. They had to know that that was going to be oh, your fucking dude. nickname. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, 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 you know. They they named me after uh, two Pentecostal preachers, William, my first name, and Earl, my middle name. And both of those men were absolute fucking assholes. Oh, that's wonderful. So, yeah. <laughs> that's good. But, you know, well, they named me, you know, William... I absolutely hate the name William. I've never gone by William. I've always gone by Will. 
I don't like fucking Bill or Billy or none of that <laughs> shit or fucking Willie. If, if you can call me William, Will, or Mr. Goddamn Robinson, man, you know, either one of those three, I'll ask you anything else, you might get punched in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, I've heard that lost in space, danger, danger, so many fucking times. Oh, that's like people up. call me Tony Baloney <laughs> or Tony the Tiger. I hear all that all the time. Oh, all the time. Tony the Tiger. I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, I never heard that before. <laughs> right? Jeez. Say the, there, there's one person on this earth that every time I see him, it's he, he never calls me my name. He always says, hey, danger. This has been that way forever. Austin Danger Powers. <laughs> <laughs> no, Danger's my middle name. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, because we were talking about if we ever had like spiritual you know things yeah. happen to us and everything have you ever have you ever had any proof come to you to your own eyes that there is something yeah else up there in the ways of uh i don't know about up there but i really f think there's spirits walking the earth yeah well, i was gonna ask aliens oh aliens that's aliens. That's, that's what i think well you know i'm a firm believer that aliens are absolutely fucking real if not it'd be an awful waste of space right you know, it's it's really kind of absurd to think that we're the only intelligent or semi-intelligent life forms in the entire fucking universe. That was exactly my point. Like, I used to have, I used to date this girl. She was a really awesome girl, like, on paper. You know, like. On paper. Well, like, dude, grandma would love her. Your mom would love her and everything. But, like, we just. Didn't mesh. We didn't. She was a Methodist Republican. Mm. And she was a thespian. So she like, you know, drama, 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 yeah. like, you know, like always on stage doing stuff. And I'm just I'm not like I do this and I do stuff. I play. I, I do fucking stand up comedy. I do music and everything. But I don't act. Right. I don't act. And if you you better give me a lot of fucking money to act. man. I'm not going <laughs> to fucking do it. Unless, I, do it. I do it just for the fun of it. Well, I probably would, too, but I'm not going to be any good at it. No, neither will I. But, no, she was she was completely, no, there is no intelligent life anywhere else. I'm like, dude, that's, that's egotistical to think that. It is. To sit there and think that we are the only planet, the entire fucking universe, that, I mean, you can even, okay, if you have a planet that has little tiny microbes, that's, that's, that's a fucking alien. Yeah. You know, might not be intelligent life, but it's alien to our planet. It's an alien species, an alien something like, come on, man. You know, I've seen, I've been watching a lot of these, uh, these, uh, what am I trying to think of? Like reports and like documentaries over like other planets and dwarf planets and red planets and pulsars and all this shit. And it's, it's like. You know that that's just what we can see from from here, right? You know that's only what we can see. There's there's hundreds of trillions, if not quadrillions, whatever <laughs> fuck number you want to come up with, stars and planets out there. It's, it's really kind of stupid to think that we. It's like a cosmic joke. If we're the only ones here, it's it's just a cosmic fucking joke. And which, but we're not though. Uh, you know, there's there's bound to be some other habitable fucking planet out there. <laughs> We're just not seeing it. 
and we probably won't ever see it because I mean shit they just found that fucking black hole yeah you know how yeah. much how much fuck like I saw a picture of the girl that kind of you know spearheaded that she's standing next to like hard drives like a fucking like snow fort of fucking hard drives <laughs> and shit she's hiding behind as to how much space it like how much data they needed to fucking do that man yeah man that's you know they, they found um they found another they found another planet that's a little bit bigger than earth that's it's a, it's called ex, exoplanet and they're not exactly sure of the chemical makeup but they're projecting that it might be the next habitable planet that's similar to our own the only bad fart bad part is bad fart bad fart all right the only bad fart about it is it is like 2000 light years away well yeah i was just gonna say like the only way that humankind would ever make it there was if we had a, a self-sustainable ship that but you would just, have a couple of generations of people uh, living that to, uh, even uh, even to go from from here to the the farthest reaches of our, our solar system dude you it, it would take 40 fucking years to make just one trip out there you know and that's as far as light goes that's nothing that's like a little blip on the fucking radar it's nothing it's like a walk across the goddamn street these planets that the number astronomical is just they're so far away that well i don't think we'll ever get there no and if we do we need help we, we're not going to know what to do when we do get there right you know a self-sustaining ship i think would be cool in theory would be really cool but to go one light year is like for us it's like seven thousand years hmm you know, so I don't think we'd ever have a ship capable of sustaining that amount of time to reach it. But you never know. Yeah, I, dude, I'm the five last million person. years in the future. You never, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you know. But as far as as technological advances, I think we've hit the peak probably for the next thousand fucking years. I don't know. You know, like I. I honestly think that there's actually like there is technology out there that we that we as citizens just everyday normal citizens don't know about, but I don't even know what the hell that would be. But all I know there was one day I was standing in I was in Aberdeen and it was like I want to say it was it wasn't sundown but it was close to it. Yeah. And I was getting in my vehicle and just out of the corner of my eye and I had to go back to it like I saw something whiz across the sky and then kind of like almost do like a lightning bolt thing. And then oh, okay, yeah. it, it, it was there and, it just disappeared. and there was, yeah, it, it, and it went so fast. Like it was just, I saw it though. And I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and it like, it did like this little zigzag thing. Something in so fast, man. I've seen stuff like that too. It's fucking weird, man. It's, you know, so if you ever, um, have you ever heard of Fire in the Sky? It's a movie. No. It's actually a book right there, too. Um, it's about this. It's the best documented case of an alien abduction ever. And it was in, like, 1978. And it was a guy named Travis Walton. And it was in Snowflake, Arizona. And, like, him and a logging crew were up doing, you know, doing their thing. And they were leaving. And they thought they saw a forest fire. 
So they go over to this, they, they drive towards it, and then they realize it's not a forest fire. There's something in the fucking sky and shit. It looks like it's red, and it looks fucking like fire. So they go there, and Travis Walton was the only guy that got out of the pickup. He got out, and everybody's like, get the fuck back up. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he goes out there, and all of a sudden, this big blue beam of light comes down, and he just kind of fucking does that number for a minute. Then he gets blown back like 15 or 20 feet, and they're like, he's dead. We're out. Right. So they fucking book it back, and all of a sudden, the driver was like one of his best friends or something, and he lets everybody off a couple miles down the road, and he's like, I got to go back. He goes back, and Travis is gone. Nothing's in the sky anymore. And so for about like five or six days, the cops were trying to pin it on these guys, saying that they killed him up there. Yeah. They took lie detector tests, which they all fucking, they all passed except for one of the guys, but he was just kind of fucking tweaky anyways. <laughs> But um, never could trust those tweakers, man. But yeah, man, they're you know, and all of a sudden, Travis Walton shows up five days later at a, at a broken down gas station somewhere, naked with a bunch of fucking holes in him and shit. He hadn't eaten anything. He was malnourished. Didn't know where the fuck he was at. Like it was the craziest shit. And then shit started coming back to him and shit. And in the movie, that that is a PG thirteen movie. Yeah. Fire in the Sky. And it stars a guy named D.B. Sweeney. He was in that Cutting Edge movie. Did you ever see that? Where it's like the, the, the figure skater and the, the hockey player team up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was, he was the there. hockey player. But okay. um, it was him and the guy who played T-1000, Robert Patrick. Um, uh, that movie. movie is a PG-13 movie, but it has the most intense, frightening horrific fucking scene I've ever seen when when he has a full flashback of what happened when he was on their fucking ship if he actually went through that my fuck I <laughs> see now I'm gonna have to watch that when I get home yeah look it up I'm sure you can find it online somewhere I'm pretty sure <laughs> pretty sure but yeah man like so I I totally believe in that shit like I don't know you know I I you know, they're finding they're finding markings and like fucking temples and shit all over the world that have nothing to do with Egypt. They found they fucking they found an actual Egyptian t fucking temple in South America. Yeah, like how the fuck does that happen? Like it was put there. Well, don't they all like like have markings on them that are relatively the same? Yeah, and they, but they're from different civilizations, yeah. thousands of miles apart and shit. It's, it's it's crazy, you know. There's life out there. There's got to be, you know. There's got to be. If there's not, then why the why the fuck are we here? Why are we here? Because something splooged <laughs> and a big bang happened, and you know, I believe aliens are our fucking predecessors. They're they're the ones that are here before us, and then they like there's. No science really backing it, but I've seen like studies, or well, not studies, but like people talking about like we were genetically engineered and dropped here as like some kind of goss cosmic fucking joke, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it, it, it's 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 crazy. Maybe yeah. we were like their overlords, and they like took us over. And they took, you know, and then to punish us, they brought us to this fucking planet. And just said, feed for yourselves. Yeah, toss us on this planet. There's a bunch of fucking fun shit out there, guys. 
tidal waves, tsunamis, earthquakes. If you go that way, it's going to be really fucking cold. (laughs) If you go that way, it's going to be really fucking hot. And then get really cold. And if you go that way, there's going to be two miles deep worth of ocean, you know, (laughs) in all directions. It's, it's, you know, anybody that says that there's no aliens, well, they're, they're fucking stupid. Well, some people would say that, you know, about me saying, you know, oh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, or somebody who would say, I don't believe in God. Somebody might say, well, then you're fucking stupid. But. True. I mean, there's really no, I mean, what's the definitive, there's no definitive evidence that there's life on other planets. Or, or, you know, or at least we haven't seen definitive evidence that alien, aliens have come down to Earth before. True. That we know of. So technically, they're kind of in the same ballpark as, okay, do you believe in, you know, do you believe in God? Well, no, but you believe in aliens. I just feel like that's more feasible. I believe that that believing in aliens would be a little bit more feasible than believing in God, because aliens, you look up there and like you said, man, there's all this space. Mm-hmm. There's all this, all these places out there and shit right now. And millions, billions, God, according, billions to, years according to man, you know, God is in this mythical place. Well, I don't see it. Right. I can I can go look at fucking Neptune right now. I can go look at Venus right now. I can go look at the goddamn sun. Let's go look at the fucking moon. Right. These are all things that are physically there. Mm-hmm. And there's physically other planets out there. They've found, yeah. like you said, they found other planets and shit. Oh, out they there. found millions. They found, you know, they they found. I don't know. Probably in the last hundred years, probably. A, a thousand different planets. Oh, I bet. I could. I could just imagine. Have you ever seen? I'm kind of off subjects, but sort of on subject. Have you ever seen? Uh, it's called Skyview. It's a, it's that's an app on your phone called Skyview. I have not, but I would look at it up though. I'm just. I'm honestly. I'm gonna pull it up for you right now, and you can just see what I'm talking about. It's right. amazing. And everybody out there, check out Skyview. It's what it does is, it's just. Uh, It just shows you, you look around. Fuck you, I'm not going to (laughs) upgrade. You look around and you can find, like, just kind of pan it around. You'll find, like, they have the International Space Station, the sun, the moon, all the planets. It'll show you exactly where everything's at. This constellation. Yeah. Right down that way. (laughs) This is fucking crazy. Like, yeah. Taurus, Taurus constellations out that direction. If you point it that way, I think there's, I think there's a, a planet over there somewhere. I saw one over there. <laughs> but no, man, Skyview, it's amazing. Like it's, it's Mars, right it's that right way, fucking there. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. I'm gonna download that tonight, yeah. man. That's cool. It's awesome. And then there's also one that we found yesterday called Flight Radar 24. And what it is, and we were like seriously geeked out on this shit for like an hour. Um, <laughs> you look up in the sky, you see a plane, you get into that, it'll tell you exactly what plane that is, where it's coming from, where it's going. Some of them are NA because they're private, private yeah. orders and shit like that. But 
Yeah, man. Like you can, like the whole world, you can that, see. That would be like a terrorist wet dream. Right. right. Just, just put it up here. Like, yeah, that flight there, that flight there. You know, that's not funny, but that's like <laughs> a real thing. Like, like that's not, I feel that's maybe something they would fucking use to, to like plant some shit out or something. I don't fucking know. It's amazing, dude. Like I could <laughs> sit there and I could like, oh, what's this fuck? Like I, I this morning or something like that, like someone going from like, Beijing to fucking Atlanta or something like that was going over us or wow. something. Yeah, I was like, what? I'd be surprised how many fucking how many flights come over South Dakota, especially going north to south every Fly single over day. states. <laughs> like whenever I was up working in North Dakota, I would fly from North Dakota to Houston probably every every three to four months, and for like what I would call a vacation, my vacation was going home. Right. So I'd, I'd go home for a couple weeks, and I shit you not, man. I'd fly to fucking Minot, and then I would have they have like these little maps that you can follow along the ground where you're going. Mm-hmm. Go pass right over Aberdeen, same fucking every day, mm-hmm. every time. And it's like, oh, I wonder what's down there. I wonder what Aberdeen's like. <laughs> this is before I ever come to this fucking state. Oh. I'm like, oh, I wonder what that sounds like down there. Well, now I know. And it's like, okay. So how did you make it here? Oh, the story. Like, how did you make it to this fucking couch, man? <sighs> this couch. Like, from <laughs> Texas. Yeah, from Houston, Texas. Well, I say Houston. I'm, I'm from a little town called Dayzetta. It's a D-A-S-I-E-T-T-A. All right. That's where I grew up. That's where I was born in Longview. Which is a story in and itself. But no, I got I got here through uh ever seen that movie Lemony Snickets? Series Unfortunate. There you go. Just follow the path, man. That's how I'm here. So a bunch of unfortunate events happened. Hmm. That put me in South Dakota. Number one, a female. It's always a boy or a girl. If, you're, if anybody is here from a different state, uh-huh. they're always here because of a boy or a girl. Well, I followed her here because she had lived up here before. And it's somebody, uh, her name Her name is Melissa, which we're still friends to this day. I've been friends with her for probably 33 years since I was born. You know, we dated for about, about, about three or four years, four or five years, something like that. I can't remember. But she lived up here, and then she moved back to Texas, and she always wanted to go back. Well, I had an opportunity. I was coming up this way to uh, to work. I was heading up somewhere else, and a buddy of mine that lived here in Redfield, I think he lived at Green Acres, he was like, uh, anytime you come through, man, you always come stay here. Well, the job that I was going to get up here kind of fell through because they uh they wound up not doing the, the turnaround the shutdown after all and then i was like you know i sat back and i was grinding the wheels for a while i was like where am i where do i want to go where do i want to go where do i want to go finally i just said fuck it we're just gonna go and she she's like you know what let's go and that's why we followed each other up here and uh stayed here for about a year and then she cheated on me, blah, blah, that whole fucking story. And, you know, she, she, uh, we patched things up. We got back together. And then 
I was like, well, if we're going to get, we're going to stay together, then we're not going to stay here. We're going to leave because obviously bad memories. So that's when I found out my father was in North Dakota and I told him, you know, he was working in the oil field up there. And I was like, I want in, you know, get me an opening. As soon as there was an opening, man, I got hired on the fucking spot. Moved up there. I was up there for, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine months. Like that. <laughs> it was all, it was all a fucking blur, man. It really was. Like the time up there, like stood still. So much going on. So, so much going on. It never slept. Never fucking slept. She wound up going back to, to Texas where ultimately we split up for good. And uh, I got invited to a wedding here in Redfield three, three or four years ago. Actually, four years ago. Got here for the wedding and just never left. And that's, I got the job at SDDC. And that's where I met you. That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's where I met you. And here I am. Fucking A, dude. Three and a half years later, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad you made it here because I wouldn't have met you if you didn't. That's and very true. I like having you here. I am a pretty awesome guy. What can I say? Here's to you, Mr. Robinson. I appreciate that, bud. But hey, I think we're honestly kind of out of time. It's All been right. about an hour. Has it? Yeah. Wow, man. It, it goes quick. We'll buy chewing the fat pretty quick. But <laughs> we can definitely, I definitely want to have you back on. Oh, for sure. You know, we'll fucking do this again sometime. So thanks, Will. Like, uh, thanks yeah. for being on my show, man. Well, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Uh, uh, hit me up on Twitter at Tony Tubeser. You can hit the uh, uh, Dakota Podcasting Experience up on Twitter and Facebook, both at Dakota Podcast. If you need to email me, if you still do that. Uh, at Dakota Podcasting, or sorry, Dakota Podcasting at gmail.com. Uh, once again, check out Edge Case and Sue Empire Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Will Robinson. Thank you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>